Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files all of my writing stuff and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup for Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door. It could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, Two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And if you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15-day no credit card required free trial. Check it out. Play with it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9 to 5 Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and it's really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Hello and welcome back to the Elon Musk pod. This is a podcast about everything Elon Musk. So if you like Elon Musk, make sure to hit that subscribe button because I do these all the time, at least once a day. I do one of these every single day. So check them out. Everything about SpaceX, Tesla, the boring company, everything Elon Musk. So this episode is about SpaceX. SpaceX had an anomaly a little while ago. Um... The Crew Dragon needed some cleanup, right? It kind of blew up, <laughs> to say the least, it blew up. But Florida environmental officials agreed with a consultant that concluded no further action is needed to clean up after SpaceX's Dragon capsule explosion, which happened on April 20th, and it sent toxic fumes that could be seen for miles around. The test failure, which released 30,000 pounds of nitrogen Tetroxide cast a shadow over the billion-dollar projects to get humans back to orbit from an American rocket. 
on American soil. So it happened in 2011 as well. But that was when Space Shuttle Atlantis, you know, had an incident. And since then, NASA has been buying seats on Russian-made Soyuz rockets to get astronauts to the International Space Station. And by an incident, I mean the space shuttle was discontinued. Nobody wanted that to happen. It was, you know, it's a pretty cool spaceship, to be honest with you. It's a freaking space plane. It could go to the International Space Station. It could go up into space and it could land on a runway like a regular plane. How cool is that? But they shut it down. Because it would cost a ton of money, a ton, a ton, ton, ton of money every time that they launched the thing. So they had to shut it down. And we've been buying seats on the Russian-made Soyuz rockets ever since. But the Florida Department of Environmental Protection gave Musk's mission to return humans to orbit a little boost. And they agreed that the potentially deadly chemicals released during the April 20th do not pose an environmental liability. This is really great news for SpaceX because when you are good with the environment and you don't have to really worry about that as much and you don't have to worry about officials breathing down your neck to get the job done, that's a really big weight off your shoulders because you really want to launch these people into space and you really want it to go well. And this is the next step you know, for you and me, for human beings to get to outer space it's because of projects like SpaceX and NASA working together to get human beings from uh, the launch pads in the United States up to the International Space Station and eventually to the moon. The Artemis program is NASA's program that will be getting human beings to the surface of the moon soon. And this is kind of a step in that direction. In 2024, that's when all of that is going to be happening. So based on this review and the data presented in the report, the department concurs with the recommendation of further or no further action as outlined in the document. That's what John Winters, DEP's remedial project manager, wrote in a September 12th letter to SpaceX officials. Now I'm going to take a quick break, a little pause for the cause, and I'll be right back after this message. Do you like audiobooks? If you do, I have two free audiobooks in the show notes. Check it out. It's Audible. It's an Amazon company. You get any two audiobooks that you want with it. Check it out. It's free. Now, let's get back to SpaceX. Okay? According to SpaceX's consultant on the matter, Core Engineer and Construction Inc. of Winter Park, most of the chemicals released burned off during the explosion and nearby soils were not significantly contaminated at that point. On May 29th and June 4th, workers wore chemical-resistant suits to be safe. They wore steel-toed boots, face shields, and breathing apparatuses, and they sampled soils at 20 different locations within this explosion area. They took soil six inches below the surface, and they also took soil samples down to the water table at 10 spots near areas of liquid uh, methyl hydrazine. There we go. That's a, that's a big one. Methyl hydrazine, uh, where it was released. And based on the 20 surface soil locations, there was no evidence of metal debris impacting the environment. Free and clear. The other chemical of concern, nitrogen tetroxide, uh, dissipates in the atmosphere. But the chemicals also really uh, reacts with moisture, forming nitric acid, Core said in its analysis. But pH sampling did not find more acidic levels in the soil. 
So it dispersed. It burned up when it blew up. And the pH was normal, the consultant said, with the exception of five locations. And based upon lime rock, a naturally high pH material being collected as part of the surface samples, which likely resulted in the elevated pH readings in the soil samples, pH is not considered a concern. So no big deal. It's all good. SpaceX passed that test. And the incident at Cape Canaveral Air Force Station, it was a big reddish plume that was seen for miles and miles around. Um, so it was covered by a bunch of different photographers in the Florida area. And it was on the news. So it seemed like a big deal. But in all actuality, it didn't impact the Earth. So there were no injuries. And in the days after the accident, independent safety advisors said that NASA and SpaceX had followed proper test procedures and teams were testing the capsule's Super Drago engines at the time, which are the powerful pieces of hardware that will propel the spacecraft away during an emergency event. They were testing these things. They made sure that everything was up to par, and that's why they test these things. You know, that's why we test rockets, and that's why we test the uh, the escape modules for astronauts, because we don't want anybody to be hurt. You know, SpaceX does this for a reason. And of course, rocketry is really hard. So when you get into a, a testing situation with a big rocket or you get a testing situation with a rocket engine, you know, it's possible it's going to explode. There's a zillion things that could go wrong. And they make sure that this, you know, basically a controlled explosion uh, is controlled. And if it's not controlled, something happens and something blows up. And that's what happened here. And luckily, the environment was not impacted enough to deter SpaceX from going further with their um, Crew Dragon modules, which, if all goes well, November 15th, they will be launching a Crew Dragon from Florida to the space station with people on board. And I want to go. I have set up my uh, Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash space news podcast to help out if you want. Um, also, you know, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been checking out the Elon Musk pod because this is a brand new podcast and I do really appreciate your support. Make sure to share it with your friends if you like it and make sure to uh, hit me up on Twitter at Space News Pod and on YouTube at Space News Pod. So thank you so much for uh, taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me on the Elon Musk pod. My name is Will Walden and I will see you soon.